Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Let me introduce you to DiscountLots.com. You can become a landowner for less than $500 down and in less than five minutes. You heard that right. Discount Lots has transformed land ownership. No more hefty down payments, fees, and credit score worries. Now, imagine owning a piece of property with just a $1 down payment and $300 documentation fee. DiscountLots.com makes that possible. And here's the kicker. You will get an extra 10% off any property by using the promo code 5 that's the word five, F-I-V-E. Discount Lots makes land ownership accessible to everyone with no credit checks, no background checks, and no income checks. Go to DiscountLots.com today and make land ownership easy. Again, use the promo code five, F-I-V-E, for 10% off any property on the site, or you can just call 661-485-4086 and tell them the promo code to get started. That's Five F I V E. Get started and begin your dream of land ownership with discountlots.com. Welcome to OnlyFans QA Live, a question and answer show exclusive to OnlyFans and Miami Dolphins Discord server. Now, here's your host, Alf. And we're on, and welcome to OnlyFans QA Live, a show that we do on OnlyFans, a Miami Dolphins Discord. You, too, can become a member of OnlyFans by going to discord.gg slash OnlyFans. It's only $3 a month. For more details, you could go to the pinned tweet at our 3 yards per carry Twitter account. All right. So that was a stirring victory. Okay. That was a lot of fun this past Sunday. Uh, before I get going, I got to give a shout out to a few sponsors. Uh, shop designer furniture, lighting, decorative accessories, and more online at skdstudios.com slash shop. And of course, prize picks. We are always brought to you by prize picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash three yards. That's the number three yards. And use the promo code three yards. The number three yards. Deposit $100, you get $100. It's as simple as that. All right, let's get let's get going on this. That was so much fun this past Sunday. I did a little power ranking of the game. I, you know, I've, I've watched this game like four times already. Um, I did a cut-up of it. Uh, I did a chalk talk of it on OnlyFans. And I came away with some really good impressions. And you, and you could see as you re-watch the game that sometimes your eyes can lie to you. I was very much prepared. To end this little power ranking that I did. To put Cater Kohu as my top defender. I ended up not doing that. I ended up putting Javon Holland on there. Javon Holland was absolutely stellar in this game. Uh, the only thing he didn't do was pick off a pass and run back for a touchdown. He was absolutely awesome in this game. I was prepared to put Cater Kohu in my top five and my top defender. But on second viewing and then looking at the, the advanced stats, he gave up six for six. In pass coverage, 48 yards, 8 yards per target. That's not the problem, but he did miss two tackles. Okay, that led to first downs. 
he did have a sack. He was good in run support, but he didn't make my top 10. Uh, I made a little top 10 power rankings, and and I'll tell you what each guy kind of did uh, as far as what I saw in that game. And then, of course, the name of the show is Q&A Live, so we will go to questions and answers. And we have a few in the queue already, and we have a bunch in the chat that I can get to. All right, my power rankings I made two a one a. Okay, like this one, this one's kind of obvious. Uh, in my opinion, it's the best game he's played. It's not the best game he's played statistically. His the his best games statistically was against the Lions last season. But in my opinion, this was the best game he's played. Period. I can't believe, and they have to be trolling. Uh, certain people like Steven Ruiz of uh, of the Ringer are like trying to say that Trevor Lawrence's game was better. Trevor Lawrence threw for 241 yards, had a touchdown and had and had a a pick. He also had a fumble, by the way. Okay, I don't I don't see it. Tua threw for 200 and what was it? 225 more yards. Had another had one more touchdown, one less turnover. Come on, okay. Like, these people are either trolling or it's a bit at this point. But he did move him up in his power rankings to, what was it, 12? Yeah, thanks a lot. It's a bunch of bullshit. All right, moving on. 1B is Tyreek. It's obvious. Was this guy as advertised or what? What a trade. I always thought that the Ricky Williams trade was the best in team history. But... And, you know, I'm talking about modern, modern history because I, I understand that Don Shula was also a trade. But uh, I'm talking about a player and modern history in in this, you know, current uh, format, salary cap format. But Ricky Williams really played two seasons, then was in Australia for that third season, then disappeared, then came back. He was a good Dolphin, but was that trade really all that good? They didn't even play a playoff game with him. With Tyreek, they've already played one playoff game, and you better believe they're going to play a second one this year. At least a second one. Maybe a third and a fourth. Maybe even a fifth. Okay? He's been absolutely awesome. I made Robert Hunt number two. I thought he played a stellar game. He was helping AJ out, Austin Jackson, all day. He was on Connor Williams' hip. He was absolutely awesome in this day. Um... Rob Hunt is is in for a big year. They're going to have to pay that, man. Javon Holland, my top defender, uh, 14 tackles, uh, his career high. He was absolutely awesome in this in this day. Durham Smythe, I was absolutely wrong. I thought he was going to be way, way too slow to play in this past offense. He was fine. Not only was he fine, he was actually really, really good. So Durham Smythe, and we know he can block, and we know he's an intricate part of the offense, especially in the run game. Durham Smythe was great. Kendall Lamb, what can we say about Kendall Lamb? Like, they did not miss a beat. Had you replaced Kendall Lamb's name with Teron Armstead, had they switched uh, uniforms, and Kendall Lamb had worn 72 with Armstead on the back, you would have said, oh, yeah, that, that's that's the all-pro out there doing his thing, you know, erasing Joey Bosa, erasing Khalil Mack. Kendall Lamb was awesome. And number six, I, I put Austin Jackson. He had that great rep, man. What a play. He seals the edge, then gets out there on that end around to Ezekama, and then essentially throws Joey Bosa out the club, and then is upset with himself that he didn't finish the block. Uh, had he finished the block, they might have called him for holding, by the way, because he was holding the block for a while, so he just shoved Joey Bosa, and Joey Bosa made the tackle around the three-yard line. Uh, Austin Jackson was really good. River Craycraft, uh, man, that guy continues 
to, to show up Johnny on the spot. He was really good on this day. Uh, he's only had one bad moment as a Dolphin since he got here, and that was uh, when he ran a pretty bad route for Skylar Thompson and Sauce Gardner picked off Skylar Thompson in New York last year. But other than that, he has been absolutely great. Zach Sealer, earning his money. He was the one who got the first sack in that last sequence. And got them, you know, essentially that made the down and distance almost impossible for Justin Herbert. So he got the game winner before the game winner. And he was actually really good if you watched him all day on this day. Especially in pass rush. He was really close to possibly getting three sacks on this day. Uh, he actually touched um, Justin Herbert two two times before he actually did get him at the end. Uh, Jalen Phillips, man, he was close all day, but it's it's happening again. At least he did did get a sack. So you could say, oh, he's on he's on pace for seventeen. There's gonna be a game. Trust me, it's coming. There's gonna be a game where he's gonna have like three sacks, and he's gonna start getting on that pace on his own. So maybe it's this week. And finally, at number ten, I put Jalen Waddle at number ten. Uh, I did not put Kedeko for the reasons I mentioned. Um, we're gonna go to. The queue, first of all, I'm going to answer some questions that are in the chat, and then I'll bring on um, a couple of members that have questions. All right, the first one is in the chat and says, Alf, do you see Miami bringing in a veteran inside linebacker, defensive lineman, possibly to the practice squad? Yes. Um, I do expect maybe they might even elevate Anthony Johnson, okay? So that might happen sometime this week. Man, they have... I don't know. David Long, it seems to me David Long has been in this in this uh, doghouse since day one here with Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio didn't offer a lot of glowing praise in the preseason, and then all of a sudden game one rolls around, week one rolls around, and he's nowhere to be found, and his snap count is down, and his play was not good in this game. He blew three run fits by my estimation. He was not good. They got an issue there because guess what? The guy that they played in place of him, and I and I know we all love him, and I think he's a really good player, especially on value. Andrew Van Ginkle, he, he was not good either. So, and he plays like an edge player. Okay, like uh, you know, I'm gonna attribute this to to a guy on on Twitter. His name is Action Jackson. If you find him, I think it's Domo Jackson, and he was mentioning it like you know, it's hard to to change you know the way you actually play. And, you know, you ask, okay, what's the difference? Well, you know, if you're going to play Phil linebacker, you got to start aiming for the center of somebody's chest when you're going to fill, okay? Especially on alignment. If you're going to occupy an alignment, you got to actually aim for the center of his chest because you got to read and you probably have to shed in the hole. Now, what's the difference? Well, Andrew Van Genko has always been an edge player and the edge players always aim for a shoulder because they're trying to play with leverage. So they're trying to gain leverage. And you could see it all day on this day. Uh, I don't think he can I don't think he can do it. It's only one game. It's only one game, so maybe I'll be wrong about this and maybe they'll fix this going forward. But it hasn't happened so far. Let's just let's just leave it at that. Um all right, uh, another question in the chat. What element of the strong start is most surprising to you? Hmm. Well, strong start had to be on offense, right? What element? 
Uh, everything that they worked on in the preseason as far as that short motion stuff, man, they brought it out. So, so paying attention in practice actually paid off. Okay. Now, remember the other thing I told you about that they worked a lot on in practice, the screen game. That wasn't really out there on full display. All right. Um, is this Patriots matchup? And this is another question in, in the chat. Is this Patriots matchup an opportunity to see more of Brandon Jones? Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Like, he'll play, and you'll see a lot of big nickel this week. So, yeah, he'll play. I If I'm, I'm willing to bet, he'll play a lot in this game. All right, another question in the chat before I get to those in the queue. Uh, unlike Boyer's defense, did you notice our edge rushers were constantly behind the quarterback? Was that partly to blame for the poor run defense? Yes, uh, they played very wide, and they were required to wide ru- to to rush wide because they're trying to hem in Justin Herbert. They're trying to keep him in the pocket. So yeah, weather seems okay Sunday. Somebody says, "Well, thank you for the weather report." Um. Uh, another one here. I'm just joining. Did anyone ask about the defensive tackles? Um, I know you mentioned yesterday that they're working the phones. I think they're going to bring in one this week. Um, I'm not sure who it will be. Uh, another question. How will Belichick, good name, try to slow down the offense? Uh, I think it will be some type of variation of bump and run. But uh, it was brought up on, on Twitter, which was Kind of interesting. The best quarterback against single high in the NFL, and by far, is Tua Tungabailoa. No team has played more single high than the New England Patriots in the last five years. And it's by far. So, they're going to have to change their stripes to defend Tua Tungabailoa. And if they stay in a lot of the defenses that they like to play, this could be a big one for Tua once again. Um... All right, uh, let me see another one here. Do you expect us to come out gunslinging it again or have a more balanced offense? Uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if they actually completely changed their stripes for this game and they went to a more conventional attack and they actually ran the ball. But then again, I thought they would run the ball against the Chargers and they just threw it all over the lot. All right, I'm going to bring you on. As I bring you on, uh, all you guys just, you know, just say your name and, and then your question. All right, you're on on OnlyFans Q&A Live. Hey, guys, what's going on? Long time no see, Fins Mechanic. Uh, you can follow me on Fins Mechanic, Haitian Dolphin. I uh, also do Inside Leverage. So whenever you get a chance, uh, we always do spaces, so feel free to join us. Um, I do agree that uh, – I think they're gonna they're showing certain things for this past game to kind of set up the next game because I I say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I do feel there'll be a lot of, there'll be in the more nickel where you get more DBs. And that could be an opportunity for us to run um, off the, uh, do run plays on the 21 personnel and some 11 personnel um, run uh, schemes. I don't know if you agree or not. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Like, th- that's a good observation. Like, I do expect them to do some of that stuff. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And then my question for you is, um, well, I don't actually have a question because everybody kind of pretty much answered the question for me. So um, what are your overall thoughts, I guess, on um, on Connor? I thought he, despite the the, the mishaps with the, with the snaps and stuff, I thought he blocked well. Just wanted to confirm from my like from others' eyes. Did you see like he blocked well? He ha- he was one of the highest graded blockers in our team per PFF. So I, I wanted to kind of see your thoughts on him. Absolutely, it's a great observation, and I mentioned it on the pod. Uh, I thought the interior offensive line was absolutely awesome on this day. Isaiah Wen, Connor Williams. And Rob Hunt. The only reason I didn't give him, and I do this little rating system where it's like happy happy butches on, on Monday. The reason they weren't perfect was because of those snaps by, by Connor Williams. But if you erase those snaps, and I know it's hard to erase those snaps because one of them ended up becoming a turnover at the five-yard line. If you forget about those snaps, the interior offensive line was absolutely great on this day. There was even one rep by Liam Eikenberg, your boy who they, they called the counterplay for him, and he, and he hit his block. He was, he was stellar on, the, on that rep. They were awesome on this day. Isaiah Wynn, Rob Hunt, man, if they are this, they really, really, really do have something. So, yeah, I thought the, the entire interior offensive line, including Connor Williams, they were perf- nearly perfect in this, on this day. Uh, again, the only issue was those snaps. You got anything else? Nope, that's it. Thank you so much. All right, man. Thank you. All right, as I bring you up, uh, identify yourself. Hey, Alf. Uh, Scuba Pags here. Um, so my question is the uh, – uh, so you mentioned previously uh, Vic Fangio rolled the dice a lot and uh, unfortunately uh, came up snake eyes a bunch of times. Uh, this is Mac Jones and the Patriots, obviously a different beast than – Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Do you expect that he's going to keep the same philosophy, or do you think he's going to change some things up for this week? It's going to be completely 180 degrees different, okay? Uh, They're going to play a lot of big nickel. Uh, All that means is that they're going to play three safeties, so you're going to see Deshaun Elliott with Javon Holland and Brandon Jones out there. Brandon Jones is going to play a lot like a a linebacker. He'll play in the box, so... I do expect them to be completely different. The game plan will be 180 degree, 80 degrees different than what they did against Justin Herbert. I think that they'll key in to stop the run against the, the Patriots and their short passing game. So, yeah, I, I expect the, the game plan to be completely different. Thanks, Al. Appreciate it. All right. All right, there's a, a question in the chat. Uh, who are some people we will be targeting on the defensive line? Well, you know, we've mentioned it a million times, but uh, Akeem Hicks, uh, Livval Joseph, all of those guys will be extremely useful 
for a rotation, you know. So absolutely. When should we? Uh, and another question in the in the chat. When should we start hearing about Ramsey's progress? I don't know if you guys saw him, but he was jumping up and down on the sideline and and, and doing chest bumps with with Cater Kohu. Uh, man, does he look like he's ahead of a, ahead of schedule? I think we'll begin to hear things uh, maybe a month from now. And who knows, maybe they might have a target date a month from now. Uh, the original talk was always beginning of December. Some people are really optimistic and saying, you know what? November's in play. I'll, I'll split the baby. He'll be back, let's say, November 19th. How's that? You know, so we'll do that. All right. Uh, will the game be moved if Hurricane Lee gets close or even canceled? No. Uh, because Hurricane Lee will not get close. He, uh, as far as the latest weather weather forecast, which is you know, quoting a weather forecast is like inadvisable. <laughs> Let's just say that. But the latest weather forecast have has that thing passing uh, by that time or completely out of the area by game time. Uh, all right. Uh, another question in the chat says, uh, any update on Armstead? None. Uh, none yet. Uh, I would look at, you know, whatever the beat guys say as far as do they see him. Because that's usually when you can tell. Because if you see him at practice, then that's a good sign. Last week they were essentially hiding him. And he ended up not playing. I also have been asked about Jalen Waddle and Devon A-Chain. Both are fine. Devon Aitchin was a healthy scratch last week, and Jalen Waddle will be fine, and Jalen Waddle will play on Sunday, so he is healthy. All right, uh, another one here says, I'm not in a rush for Armstead to come back until Lamb or AJ start playing bad. You know, that might that might be the way that they play this thing. They say, you know what, let's get him as much uh, time off as possible, and then we'll just, you know, Plug him in at the first sign of adversity, and that will immediately upgrade the the room and the line. So maybe that's the way to play it. All right, another question in the chat says, expectations for Pats to try to run the clock out against us to have a chance. Do we feel okay about stopping them with their long drives and runs? Uh, That's the MO for Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick likes to shorten games. And he's definitely going to want to shorten the game against this offense. In fact, he's done it before. He did it before against the Dolphins when they didn't have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle running around out there. And Tua, this current Tua. So if they've shortened, they've tried to shorten the game before, I absolutely expect them to try the same thing on Sunday. Um, there's another, a couple more, and then I'll bring on somebody from the queue to close the show. Uh, will 2020 end up being the greatest quarterback class of all time? If not, which one is your pick? Man, it's it's hard to go against John Elway, Jim Kelly, Dan Marino, right? Like, that's hard to go against. And then, of course, you have Phillip Rivers, Eli Manning, you know, Ben Roethlisberger. That was a decent one. This one could be the best. This This one can be the best. But I will defer to Elway, Marino, Jim Kelly. That's three Hall of Famers. And then this one, yeah, this one could be right there with that one. So, absolutely. All right, given easy, that's Eric Azucama, and Tyndall last year, should we expect A-Chain to be a healthy scratch more this year? I don't know. 
I'm not so sure about that. I think he got so much work in preseason that they actually have plans for him this year. So I think he will play sooner rather than later. I do not think that he's going to be that this is going to be a redshirt season. So no, I expect him to play. Uh, what's your prediction for wins? Did it change after week one? Well, uh, before week one, I said eleven and six and the division title. I look after watching the Bills and Jets. It's hard to discern a lot of things from week one, but I had the Bills at eleven and six, and the Dolphins at eleven and six, and I had the Jets at nine and eight with Aaron Rodgers. I think they'll be now eight and nine without Aaron Rodgers, and I can't see the Bills stumbling down to ten and seven. But I'll stick with the eleven and six and. I'll add a win for the Dolphins at 12 and 5. So I'll join Chris there. But, you know, my official prediction is still 11 and 6. All right. Uh, as I bring you up, just identify yourself. Hey, Alf. It's Jesse Davis. Uh, it's just my, my name on Discord. I always yeah, thought it was not, funny. It's not the, the guard, I hope. No. um so i wanted to ask so considering belichick's never really faced this like high flying dolphins offense with tua because it was only week one last year what do you think his game plan is going to be well uh we could start with absolutely he's absolutely going to shorten the game like i would expect 45 runs you know maybe 15 to 20 passes that's what i would expect from them on offense i would expect them to try to shorten the game and on defense, I expect them to be a little bit more conservative in, in rush. Uh, two absolutely torched the blitz against the, the Chargers. I think they'll be conservative in rush. And maybe they'll have a new wrinkle in coverage for Tua. Uh, that's a possibility. But I do expect them to jam receivers. So I do expect something new. A new wrinkle on defense. But on offense, I do not expect them to put the ball up. Like, that's not happening. I think that they'll run the ball, and they'll run it a lot. So that's what I kind of expect. All right, and there's uh, another one in the in the chat, and he says, uh, I've never seen a 12-win Dolphins team. Well, I did. I saw a 12-win team. I saw a 14-win team. Like, that's possible. It's 1984-1985, back-to-back years. Uh, also, 1983, they had 11 or they had 12 wins. I think they had 12 wins. 1983, too. Marino's rookie year. All right. Uh, uh, and this is the, the last question before we get out of here. How is the leadership on the defense after losing a Landon? Is Long a leader? Uh, I wouldn't say Long is as much of a leader as X and, and Holland and Wilkins, of course. I will say this, Xavier Howard, since they put that C on his chest, has really taken a lot of these guys under under his wing, and you see him really, really active in practice talking to guys. You know, he's a quiet guy. He's not going to be one of these guys going to be rah, 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 and getting up in the middle of the meeting and screaming. No, he's a guy that will, you know, take you to the side, to a side and say, look, man, you know, what you saw there, you got to do this, or you know what, you're playing the wrong leverage in this coverage. Uh, he's a guy you could go to, and he's going to offer you leadership one-on-one. Holland is a little bit more vocal leader in that secondary. And Christian Wilkins, forget it, man. Like, that guy's he's a huge ball of energy. He's a team leader. Uh, Christian Wilkins, you know, 
besides him being a really, really good player and, you know, being every single reason why you should pay him, that's another reason why you should pay him. He's extremely important on this team. Christian Wilkins is an important piece on this team. Like, there's not many more important pieces on this team than Christian Wilkins. Um, in fact, I'm willing to bet he is in the top five. If Tua's number one and Tyreek is number two, you know, we kind of prove like, hey, man, maybe we can, you know, get by a week or two without Teron Armstead, who was in that top five. I think Christian Wilkins belongs in that group. He's extremely important. All right, one last one, and then we'll get out of here. How likely is it that Tua leads the league in pass attempts if he plays 17 games? Very likely. This coach likes to throw it, and to be fair, this coach is very, very smart, which means if something is working, why go away from it? And this pass offense just works. And when your pass offense works, you know, just you know, drive it into the ground if you have to. Throw it 50 times if it's working. It's happened before. Like there was, you know, there was really, really smart pass offenses with a really, really smart quarterback in New England and Tom Brady where they threw it all over the lot. There was one game, in fact, where I believe, uh, I think at that time, I'm not sure if it was Charlie Weiss or Josh McDaniels had already taken over, but there was a game where Tom Brady threw it like 31 consecutive times. So, yeah, you know. A smart guy is going to actually, a smart, look, a smart offensive play caller is going to do two things. He's going to drive what's working right into the ground, and he's going to throw it on second and 10. Bad ones run it on second and 10 or more and insist on balance. So if you ever want to see a bad offensive coordinator, see if they run it on second and 10 and see if they insist on balance. Because it's the biggest waste of time there is in offensive football. There's no such thing as balance if you do one thing extremely well. Just keep doing that one thing. You keep getting points. You're going to win. Trust me when I tell you, if the Dolphins average 36 points a game, they're winning the Super Bowl this year. Simple as that. And they just scored 36. And they probably should have had more. All right, that's it. We will do this again next week when we will have results. And we'll talk a little bit about that game against the New England Patriots on Sunday Night Football. But till then. Thanks for listening to OnlyFans Q&A Live. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.